We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. All right, Jesse, are you ready for some rapid fire, my friend? Let's fire this thing up. My man, my man. Just got to write down the time for our boy, Sean. All right, let's do this thing. We got a bunch of questions in the queue here for rapid fire. First off, Netflix is going to produce a hard knock style show centered around Major League Baseball this season. They are reportedly going to follow the 2024 Boston Red Sox. So we're going to do a three-parter. Buy or sell the idea of the Hard Knock style show. And then a scale of one to 10, the chances you're going to watch. And then finally, the fact that they picked the Red Sox is blank. Yeah, so I buy the idea, first of all. Um, I'm a sucker for this kind of stuff. I love Hard Knocks football, so why would I not enjoy Hard Knocks baseball seeing behind the scenes? You know, getting to see kind of, you know, the spring training, the inner workings to an MLB team. Um, I, I think I'd be fascinated to see the travel aspect of it because baseball guys are constantly on the move. You know what I mean? I, and and the amount of games that they play, um, seeing how that's all taken care of. I think that's going to be great. Scale of 1 to 10 chances I'm going to watch. I think this closely follows kind of what I was just saying. It's a 10 out of 10. I'm, I'm definitely going to tune in. Um, and watch, and then last but not least, the fact that they picked the Red Sox is blank. Um, I think that the fact that they picked the Red Sox is great because the Red Sox is one of historically one of the most prominent teams, they've been around for a long time. You know, them, the Cubs, the Red Sox, the Yankees, you know, teams that have been around for a while. I think you, you're not going to have a hard time because whether or not those teams are good or bad. They have a long-standing fan base, right? And yep, and yep. Boston is so polarizing, especially in the sports world. I think people are going to watch that, you know, just because it's the Red Sox. And I don't, I don't sure. have anything against the Red Sox. And I'm just being a fan of baseball. I'm just, I, I, I love the idea. And, and say, you know, like if this were the Oakland A's, I would definitely be more turned off. Or you know, maybe a team like the White Sox, or you know, just 
teams that haven't been around as long or have as much historical kind of value, I'd be less interested in. But, you know, I don't mind the Red Sox, and I definitely uh, would would like to see kind of, you know, how, again, how the inner workings of the day-to-day yeah. functions for a baseball team. Yeah, I mean, it's a buy for me. I, I love baseball, and I love the behind-the-scenes of baseball, and I don't really even really care what team it is. I would watch it, right? And it's on Netflix, so I can actually watch it. I never get to watch Hard Knocks because I don't get HBO. Uh, so I'm, I, I like behind the scenes stuff. Like, uh, I believe prime video was doing, they, they were doing some series where they would follow a football team all year long. I can't, I can't remember what they called it, but I, I really enjoyed it. And so I would absolutely watch this. And, and so it's, it's like an eight or a nine for me. Like, I don't know if I'll be, I'll tune in weekly on Netflix, like to watch it or however often they're going to put it out throughout the season. But I'll definitely watch, especially like spring training and watching guys get cut or watching guys get brought up. Like I, I dig that kind of stuff. So it's definitely a buy for me. I would watch it no matter what team it was, to be honest. And as far as the fact that it's the the Red Sox, totally predictable. Because what <laughs> games are on nationally televised the most? It's Yankees Red Sox, right? I mean, we, Almost every one of those games is either Sunday night baseball, you know, whatever. We see Yankees, Red Sox all the time, all the time, because they draw eyeballs to the TV. So if you're trying to kick off a new venture like this, where you're following a team around, of course, you're going to start with one of the teams that gets the most eyeballs. It's not surprising to me in any way. Of course, I wish it was the Cubs. I would like that so much more. But with Theo Epstein going back to the Red Sox, with, you know, they're trying to build this thing back up. They're going to, I'm sure that they're going to frame it as like they're the underdog in the East, you know, all of these different things. They're going to be chasing of all They're teams. rebuilding the and they're Orioles. going back to Theo, the guy who rebuilt them. Right. So I think there's actually a lot of drama there. I think there's a lot of intrigue there. So I think there's uh, a lot of questions surrounding a franchise that's been predominantly good for a while now. Yeah, absolutely. So I think it's a good choice, to be honest with you. Uh, I, I, I will watch, and I'm actually looking forward to it. So I hope that they start coming out with episodes relatively early in spring training so I can start scratching you know, the baseball itch a little bit earlier than normal. So it should be a lot of fun. My itch started yesterday, Vince. Really? Yesterday? Yeah. Oh, I know why. We'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get to that. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, next up, ESPN has announced that Nick Saban is going to join the college game day crew as an analyst. They're not getting rid of anyone. So now it's a six-man desk. This is blank. This is chaotic, uh, Vince. I think that they needed, if you're going to add a big personality like Nick Saban and everything that he is and everything that he's accomplished in college football the last, you know, two decades, three decades, it was time to kind of retire someone off. I thought it would be Lee Corso. Um, I just think with six people it can get, you know, with five people at times last year, it felt a little hectic. So, you know, maybe that role is limited to start and then it, it grows and grows as others might kind of be dying off. But I, I just think they're – I like the idea, but, again, I just think it's it's kind of chaotic. I got to see how things kind of shake out a little bit. It's too much. It's too much. We, we talked about – was it the three of us that talked about how there was, you know, so many guys on these NFL, you know, panels going into the game and how you can't even really get any kind of in-depth analysis because there's not enough time for these guys to talk because there's so many of them. I, it's too much. It's too many. Six is too many. They need it. If they're going to bring, I, mean, I get why they brought on Nick Saban. He's, he's the goat. He's the, he's the best of all time. I get right. it. Like you're going to, I will I be interested it. because I will, I like whose, whose opinion can you value more than sure. freaking Nick Saban, right? hundred percent. But like, yeah, I think they need to pare it down a little bit. Six. So is who way would you, too many. if you had to, how about this? Um, this is an easy one, by the way. The, you know how they always do the start bench and cut type yeah, right. kind of like that scenario. Who are okay. you who are you benching out of this the six? You got you know, you got Kirk Herbstreet, right. Reese Davis, Desmond, Pat McAfee, Lee Corso, and now Nick Saban. If you had to get rid of two, who are your two? I mean, come on. That's that could not be easier. So <laughs> my team you up too easy right now. You really are. So Lee Corso, it's it's time. It's time to put we'll him all out agree on that one. Okay. Time to put him out to pasture. And then it's Desmond Howard, man. <laughs> yeah, it's Desmond. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. I, yeah, I, Desmond needs to go just because and, and I know it's a lot of people who might listen back to this and be like, oh, it's just the Notre Dame people hating on Michigan. Partly it's more I'll than that. It, it's just but it Desmond, is more than that. Yeah. Desmond just doesn't provide critical thinking analysis. It's it just it feels so homerish. Yes. All the time. And so oh. it's it's never any actual, you know, thought. It's just it's kind of the same old, same yeah. old. And, and it's it's it all goes back to Michigan. So I agree with your answer. It'd be Desmond and Corso for me. He just never has an original thought. And it's all right. Centered, it's all centered around Michigan. And it's all it's just it's it's an old shtick. And to be honest with you, so is Corso. It's an old shtick. And they all they really do with Corso anyway is rolling out for the picks. Like, you know, we're good. We're good. Put, put, you know, put the head on McAfee at this point. And I think we're, we're all good there. 
because I think it is a it is a net win you, if you get rid of Corso and Desmond and you bring in Nick Saban. Like that, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a net one positive. Would be great. That's a net positive, guys. I'm sorry, it just is. And so that is absolutely what I would do. I will say the Pat McAfee thing. It, it it's a lot to take in all at first, right? It's a yeah. lot to take in. But as you watch him, like, and I don't know, it's probably a bit of a shtick, and I and I get it because that's who Pat McAfee is. He's he's a pretty genuinely outgoing, kind of in your face guy, right? And he absolutely embraces every campus that he goes on. And and I think that's cool. Like he he's like, you know, got the cheers memorized and he's like doing all this stuff. Like I think he actually genuinely embraces the campus atmosphere, you know, because he's like 36 years old or whatever. (laughs) You know what I mean? So I think he remembers college a little better than some of these other guys do. But uh, I, he grew on me. Pat McAfee grew on me. I'm not going to lie. So it's an easy pick if I have to get rid of two guys. There's no doubt about that. So, all right, let's move on. ESPN, Fox Sports, and TNT are all grouping up and developing a streaming service together. How surprised are you? <laughs> I guess I'm not surprised at all because, you know, when 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 all this streaming stuff came out, I thought, why are we making everything so compartmentalized? You sure? Right? And then I was like, I feel like we're just going to go in full circle of undoing something just to create something new, just to go back to the old thing. And I think that's now what you're seeing is like, and now instead of like, you know, 50 different entities being by themselves, you're getting groups of five groups of six groups of three. And it's just like, what was so wrong with cable and having everything all together? Because it's like, that's what it seems to be trending back towards now. And so I think the overall idea is cool. Like those are the most watched sports networks that I watch. And so if we can have, all of the sports in one spot and we can all agree that that's where all the spots or, you know, all the, the sports are going to be. Yeah, that's great because I hate having to need Peacock for this or, you know, Amazon prime for that or TNT for, I just want it all back in one spot, just like the good old days. Yeah. I, I mean, to be honest, I'm not even like, there are times where I go to one of those individual apps or whatever, but I generally go to like, the you know fubo or whatever and it generally has what i need like what i'm looking for because it's all it's like one-stop shopping right right and i kind of do want that back you know like going to all like and before i had fubo i it was the it was the okay you got to go to the espn app you got to go to the fox sports app you got to go here you gotta you gotta go there like it was annoying to be honest with you and so if they all figure it out and they all get together on the same thing i mean I guess that's probably better, to be honest, because it's just easier to find stuff. And I'm all about ease of finding stuff. So it's going to be interesting, though, to see who kind of signs on to something like that and who doesn't and what it looks like in the future. You know what I mean? Right. So, okay. It's blank that Pro Football Focus has graded out Christian Gray as the second best freshman corner in the country in the 23 season it's reassuring Vince because what did we talk about earlier when the mailbag questions was you know who did we where who did we want kind of defensively 
to step up? Like what position what would we want someone to step up? And, you know, we talked about how the corner position opposite of Benjamin Morrison needed to step up. And when you have Jaden Mickey and you have Christian Gray, uh, and Christian Gray was just graded, you know, the second best uh, freshman safety, it's, it's a nice reassuring feeling to know that a defense that already had a lot of good parts um, and is good overall is just uh, is just reloading essentially, right? They are restocking and reloading with a lot of good talent that is headed uh, its way. And I, I think you know, outside of Gray, there's a lot of other you know players that we should be excited about. You know, Drake Bowen, sure. um, the the linebacker that what is it KVA uh, right. that that you know there's Jalen Sneed still potentially. There's just a lot of talent on that defense. Um, and I think overall it's really reassuring. Yeah, no, absolutely. And it's uh I, I reassuring is a good word. I can't really come up with something different. I mean, it, it I like I said, I think he should be the starting corner. That, that's my opinion. Uh, you know, but I think Jaden Mickey should be starting at, at nickel. So I think I it's not like I don't want Jaden Mickey on the field. I want we want all of them on the field. I, I want all of them on the field at the same time. Like Agreed. I think that could be that could be a dynamic trio of corners on the field at the same time with Christian Gray, Jaden Mickey and Benjamin Morrison. Like let's go that, that I think that could be just a, a lockdown corner type defense. And that's what I want. And so it is reassuring to see him as the second highest graded corner in America in 23 for, for true freshmen. So uh, I, I'm excited, man. And I, and I've been excited about the corner position for about the last three years, basically. And Mike Mickens knows how to coach him. Uh, see Cam Hart, and he knows how to recruit him. See everybody else, and so uh, it's fun to watch, man. And and he is a coach that I hope Notre Dame continues to do a good job at keeping him around. That's the that's going to be the biggest thing moving forward. That's for sure. I think that's how we feel about everyone on the defensive staff, right? Yeah, now. <laughs> you're not wrong. I mean, I think the I guess the most quote unquote expendable would be O'Leary. That seems to be the what people think, but at the same time, look what he's done at the safety position. I mean, he, he took Xavier Watts and turned him into the best defensive player in America, right? Right. Uh, the, the first safety in Notre Dame history to be a unanimous All-American. That's saying something, folks. So, uh, and, and what he's done coaching up a position that arguably had the least amount of talent, I think, of all the defensive positions. And part of that's his fault. He needs to recruit better. Like, I get that. But I think he's a dang good coach. Dang good coach. Okay. Here's a fun one. NBA celebrity all-star rosters were recently announced. Who would be your number one overall pick for a celebrity all-star basketball game? See, this one is tough, Vince, because first of all, question is fun. It's like, regardless of... If it's an NBA, if it's an NFL, if it's an MLB, I'm just picking someone that is just an overall athletic celebrity, okay. right? Okay. Like someone that, and and then at the same time too, I gotta go with someone that like I'm a fan of too, like someone that, uh, you know, maybe that's a musical artist, uh, maybe that's an actor, maybe that's just you know someone all time that I like. And, I, and, and also too, I think you have to like consider someone who's competitive, right? Like someone who's going to be out there doing everything that it takes to win. Uh, I don't know. I had a hard, a hard time doing this. Yeah. One. 
Yeah. Do you have anyone in mind? Well, mo- like, unfortunately, you know, Chief Brody took my answer. Uh, I was going to say Adam Sandler because <laughs> he's a pretty good okay. ball player. And if I'm picking the celebrity all-star game, that means I'm the coach. Right. So he would definitely keep things a lot of fun for me. So I, I would really enjoy having Adam Sandler on my team. So, and then I would also, um, oh gosh, what is his name? Um, the, the short comedian. Kevin Hart. Uh, Kevin Hart. I want Kevin Hart on my team too. Cause I, I he's got some handles. So I, I think the uh, Hart to Sandler combination could be pretty good. I like Adam Sandler too, because one, he's good. Like the comedic relief, you know, he's going to be into it. You know, he's a big sports nerd. You know, he's going to be competitive. Um, I liked egg, bacon and biscuit. I thought about Jamie Foxx. That was a good one. I've considered Michael Phelps just because of, you know, the, again, the competitiveness, you know, he still has, um, what like he still has athletic ability, right? Like you don't, you're not just a world sure. Olympic swimmer. <laughs> DK says he picked Shakira to be on his team. Shakira <laughs> would be my uh, assistant coach. <laughs> mm. You know what's crazy is like I I had a good I I I thought I had a good answer, and then just like the more I think about it, the more I'm like I don't know who I'd go with. Um. You know, I, I think I would go with, like, and again, this might seem like an easy answer, but Micah Parsons would be up there for me. Well, he's not, he's a celebrity, already an actual, like, athlete, right? Yeah. But, like, yeah. I mean, they do crossover, I, I guess, sometimes, but yeah, let's stay away from, like, other professional athletes. You know what? I'm just going to go with Will Ferrell. Okay. I'm okay. going to go with Will Ferrell. Yeah. I Somebody said Vince Vaughn. I like that. He could be post, he'd be a post for you. You know, he's obviously uh, – he does a good job playing quarterback at Notre Dame. He's done some backyard quarterbacking in Wedding Crashers. So, yeah. you know, I, I like the ball in his hands. I Like, I almost want to go with, an, like, an all-comedian team. I think I could do some damage with that group. Ooh, you know who else I thought – Matthew McConaughey would be another good one. Yeah, all right, all right, all right. Snoop Dogg would be, I think, another good one. I don't know how – he's – you know, I think he'd be liable for injury, but – Guy loves sports, and again, you know he'd be having a good time. I don't know. No, I like it. I like it. I, you know, I think we could pick a good team that would, uh, or even two teams, like it was you versus me or whatever. Like Mark Wahlberg would be up there. Oh, he's an athlete. Yeah, you know, he's he's into being fit. Poly. Yeah, competitive. He's done. You know, I I think you know what. The only thing that like deters me from Wahlberg is he's a bit of a turd head every now and then. And so <laughs> I like him, but I just don't know what version of Mark Wahlberg I'm going to get. Right. Like, is he going to be, you know, cranky all day or is it going to be fun? Mark Wahlberg. So it's fair. I'm going to, I'm going to go Mark Wahlberg. I think Mark Wahlberg or Adam Sandler would be my top two picks. Right. Yeah. No, that, that's uh that, that's a good one. I like it. It's a good question. That, that, that was a fun one. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, 
Everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. The Major League Baseball over-unders for the season uh, for their wins came out today. The Cubs are sitting at 83 and a half. Are you taking the over? Are you taking the under? <laughs> this is my favorite bet last year. Or last season. You took the over last year and blew it away. I did. And I, I felt there was it was a great feeling because I, I convinced myself. I tried to convince other people. And then I was just preaching the entire season. And it eventually, you know, came true. And the way I look at it this season would be 83 and a half wins is only one win better than last year. So if I, if they can get Bellinger re-signed, it's basically the same team as last year. Yeah. Plus a little bit better pitching. Plus better pitching, yeah. And you're going to add Craig Council. And I think the Cubs blew a lot of – not a lot of, but down the stretch. I think Ross – a lot of games – not okay, I keep saying a lot. More games could have been won with better manager calling shots in the game. I didn't agree with some of the bullpen decisions. I remember. You know, when, you know lineup decisions and taking guys out when they're hot, etc. I think Craig Council can add maybe five wins himself. Um, so I like the over just because, again, I, I think offensively you're looking at predominantly the same team. They're going to get better at pitching. They're going to get better um, at the head coach position. So give me the over. I, and I think it's lunatic behavior to say that the Cardinals are favored to win the division because we saw what happened last year when they were favored to win the division. I, I think you hammer this over, to be perfectly honest with you. I, I will be taking the over – on this i will be taking the over i'm not going to spend a ton of money on it or anything but i'm taking the over and i, I think it's an easy bet and of course as soon as i bet it it's not going to win and the, the the cubs will have a terrible season but i agree with everything that you said now because i think i think milwaukee comes back to reality a little bit because they just lost their manager and i think they won a lot of games because of their manager i think they Whereas overperformed that, the yeah. last couple seasons and and where's that manager now North side of Chicago, baby. And so I think some of those wins from Milwaukee are going to come make their way down the road into Illinois to the north side. And I think they're going to be the Cubs. And so I would hammer this over. I really would. I'm actually surprised it's not a little bit higher. It's only only one games. game really surprised me. I think 85 would have been a more realistic yeah. number. Yeah. On the verge of, are you an 85? I think they're an 85 to 95 win team. I don't think yes, they're 100. I think that's a good window. I think, but they're right in 85 to 95. Yes, I agree with you. I, I completely agree with you. So, yeah, I, that's where I am as well. All right, last one because we're up against a hard clock. We're right on uh, time, baby. Buy or sell the Los Angeles Dodgers as the World Series favorite. <laughs> I got to take the buy because you have Freddie Freeman – Mookie Betts and Shohei Otani all on the same team, Vince. I don't, and then you added depth at the starting uh, starting pitcher position. The only questions I have is once they get to the playoffs, because th they'll dominate the regular season. Will they do it in the playoffs? Can they sure. live up to? Yeah. You know, I feel like the Dodgers are almost getting to this point of kind of being like the Cowboys, you know, dominating the regular season, having expectations in the playoffs. And essentially just kind of folding. And so will Otani be the difference maker? I think so. And I think they have every right to be the World Series favorite right now. 
I think the better question, Vince, would be who would be your dark horse? Like a team potentially that, you know, no one's talking about might have a ton of talent. Um, you know, and <laughs> I'm going to convince myself of this. I really like, I really like the Cubs to be honest with you, because yes! I I think they were just a little bit away last season. They're getting like, and like we just talked about, they're getting a really good manager and just, they play, they, they play so solid defensively up the middle, having, you know, probably the best shortstop and second baseman duo um, that it, when they're healthy, just a matter of, can they have a corner piece? Um, I think the Padres also uh, might be another dark horse team. And then lastly, I think the Orioles, like can the Orioles yeah. kind of finish what they started last year? Because I think the Yankees are getting a lot of hype just because they're the Yankees and they have money and they can make, you know, off season moves that, that look big and grand. But I think my top three dark horses in no particular order are the Cubs, Padres, and Orioles. Love it. I love it. I I think, you know, from a betting standpoint, I think it absolutely makes sense that they are the the favorites because they should be. I also agree with most of the people in the chat that they're not going to probably win the whole thing. They'll find a way to screw it up. I do think that that's probably the case as well. But everything else you said, I agree with. And I'm hoping for a fun season watching the Northsiders. So I guess we'll see what's happening. And, and Sloppy Joe does make a good point that Otani's probably not pitching this year either because yeah, of the he's injury. still going to add probably 40 I, bombs I, minimum. I, I, I get it. I get it. I get it. I'm just saying he's not going to be the the double threat, you know, that, that he's been in the past. So, all right, dude. Like I said, we're on a hard out. Jesse Styers has to make his way up to the Father David Penny the land of Father David Penny. Uh, and uh, Toronto, I go. I, if anyone has any quick food suggestions, um, let go. me know because I am all for trying new food. There we go. All right. Like Father David Penny's trumpeting the Blue Jays. So there you go. He's he's going, he's going with the uh, <laughs> the home country on that one. So all right. He says nothing chain and you'll be fine as far as I'll food. take it. So there you go. All right, guys. Well, thanks everybody for joining us. Make sure you hit the like button, the subscribe button, the notification bell and uh, share with your favorite, your family and friends. Leave us a, you know, five-star review, all that fun stuff. And, you know, we're all going to wish Jesse good luck as he travels up uh, across the border to Canada. Don't get thanks. in any trouble up there. We want to make sure you can come back to us. It's going to be important tomorrow. There will be a show at six o'clock so make sure you tune in uh, we got some surprises for you at six o'clock tomorrow so again make sure you tune in tomorrow at six I'm not going to give anything away uh, but make sure you tune in it should be a lot of fun so and then of course we've got friday fire five o'clock it's going to be all super bowl prop bets yeah baby so let's go until then for jesse i'm vince we'll talk to you next time on the Irish Breakdown Podcast.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.